Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in. What's up and welcome to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. I was having some technical difficulties. So if you're watching this live, you're like, why is she sitting there not talking? Because I don't know how to use a microphone. Today we're talking, well, I'm going to tell you guys some of my, well, one of my favorite hacks uh, that I use for myself and that I use for clients and it can accelerate your results no matter what your goal is. And it's super underused, right? So I thought I would share this because yesterday I had the blessing of hopping on a call with one of the ladies that did my six week challenge. Uh, And this is our last week of our six week challenge and it's the last six week challenge of the year. So it was pretty freaking awesome. Good morning, Jen. And um, so we were hopping on a call because the six week challenge ends. And if you're not like a a member of the community when it ends, then, then you gotta go. So we usually try to get people to stay and become members or maybe consider working with one of the coaches one-on-one to get some, um, super accelerated results and personalized results for their, for their goals, or even work with me as their life coach on some deeper, uh, life goals. Right? So we're on this phone call and she's talking about, I'm listening to her talk and as I'm taking, and when I'm on these calls, I never know which way it's going to go. I never know if the person is going to be like gung-ho, I'm ready to like take names and kick ass on my fitness, or they may hop on the call with the intention to to work with us for fitness. And then as I hear uh, some of the underlying issues, beliefs, um, mental roadblocks, and, and just all of the things, that's when I realized, yo, they need a way more than a fitness program, right? Like fitness will help, but like they need more than that. So as I'm talking to this young lady yesterday, our call was going so well, but I'm just hearing all these phrases that come up that were, that concerned me, right? Like she's like, I just need to be more disciplined and I just need this and I just need that. And, 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 and she's right. Like, yeah, we all could use more discipline, myself included. However, discipline is not something that you can always rely on. It gives out eventually. I've said this before on a, on a previous podcast where, you know, and it's a kind of a vulgar reference, but you'll be fine. Uh, basically, think about this, right? Let's say you have a, oh God, some people are gonna look at me like, what kind of woman are you? An honest one, right? So let's say um, you have an ex, but you're in a new relationship, and you and this ex have a very, very, very strong, passionate, physical attraction to each other. So like you knew that when it ended, like y'all can't be in the same room because it's like blood's boiling to the right, like, you know, blood's flowing to the right places at the right time, visions, memories, all the stuff starts flowing, right? And you have to be, like, you find yourself around this person, let's say maybe it's for work or friendship circles, right? And you've been practicing discipline. You've been practicing willpower, not flirting with them, not texting them, not touching them, whatever, whatever. But let's just be real. And I'm not talking about just any other ex that like, oh, I broke up with him and we're fine. I'm talking about that one, right? You, one of you at some point is going to run out of the willpower to resist yourself from that temptation. And I use that example because eating and sexual urges are some of the strongest urges that humans have. And so when we do things like put ourselves in positions to practice discipline and willpower with two of the things that make humans the weakest, you're just really setting yourself up for success. 
you can take this and put it with anything else too, with discipline. Like, oh, I just need to discipline myself to do this every single day. That's cool, but like, if you have this mindset where discipline is the only driving force, it's helping you get your goals, when you have a day that is off or when you have a day where it can't be perfect, you might be tempted to beat yourself up. Long story short, even the most disciplined person can't just rely on discipline for the rest of their lives. There has to be something, I like to use the push and pull. Discipline is the push. I'm pushing myself to wake up at 4 a.m. I'm pushing myself to go to the gym. I'm pushing myself to not eat french fries. I'm pushing myself to drink water. And that only lasts for so long. Anyone that's done a 21 day challenge, some of the ladies that are in my six week challenge, anyone that has tried to modify behavior by simply saying, stop that. Um, you learn real fast that that does not last. There needs to be some sort of intrinsic motivation that is the pool that is gonna keep you going towards your goals. So with that said, as she just keeps talking about discipline and I'm listening to the tonality, I'm listening to the energy that's coming behind these words and I'm like, this woman thinks that she is just a bad girl that needs to be like whipped into shape, which sadly is what I hear from a lot of women. I just need someone to yell at me to get me in shape. And I'm like, I'm gonna yell at you, but it's not to get in shape, it's to wake the fuck up. Like, cause when you wake up, then I don't have to yell at you to go get in shape, get out of here. I'm not gonna yell at you about your body. The whole world has been yelling at you about your body. You're too skinny, you're too short, you're too fat. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to do that. So long story short, as she's talking about like all of these things that she thinks is what she needs. And I'm like, oh baby, that's not what you need. Um, I, I told her, I was like, listen, I'm gonna try something different with you and we're gonna, we're gonna do something different. And I do this on some of my, my coaching calls. I definitely do this on my coaching calls at clients. And every now and then I'll do it on a consultation um, with a prospect so that they can, one, understand that like what coaching is, that it's not just uh, hopping on the phone and, and you venting to me for an hour and me going, hmm, that sounds good. Here's some affirmations to help you with that. Oh, and do a meditation and I'll see you next week. Like it's not that. It's also not me just getting on the phone and telling you what to do. Uh, there's so many tools in my little coaching toolkit and I like to do this one so that people can really connect to their goals. And it's something that I do on a personal on a personal basis. It's something that I do and have done and has really helped me experience quantum leaps in my personal life and my business and my relationships. So without further ado, because I don't have much time today, I'm going to tell you what it is. If you are someone that has struggled with discipline, if you are someone that has struggled with consistency, if you are someone who hasn't even started that journey yet because you're terrified because you are overwhelmed, you're like, I know it's going to take a lot of work. Like she thought, I know it's going to take a lot of discipline. Like she thought. And the thought of more work, the thought of more discipline, the thought of anything more is just so overwhelming. And if the, like, I almost want to say raise your hand, but we're not in a real live place. But like, if you are on the, on the live, you know, uh, raise your hand. If like you felt overwhelmed by the road ahead and what you know that you need to do. In some cases we get overwhelmed and we don't even know what the road is. That's me. Like I will be, I will create scenarios like I was talking about on Monday's podcast, the fear, the um, false evidence appearing real. I will start to be like, okay, so this is what I want. And this must mean it's going to cost this. Um, it's going to cost me my sanity. Uh, it's going to cost me, you know, it's going to do this. It's going to be so overwhelming. It's going to break me. And like just all of these things, right? And so we get in our head and we don't, we don't, we don't make moves because we start assuming that we're not going to be equipped to handle what's ahead of us. I'm going to read um, the post that I wrote this morning, and then I'm going to hop into the podcast and wrap it up. So the post this morning was about how to push through the F word, fear, and confidently step into the next chapter of your expansion. So many women 
previously, and, and I say previously because mind and body, like we're here because we want to help revolutionize that. We want to help make waves in the, in the area of personal development with females and get us out of that victim mentality, get us out of this overwhelm, get us out of this fear to move forward. So let me read the post. So how to move past fear and confidently step into the next level of your expansion. This year was not what I expected it to be, yet it was everything that I needed. Sometime in between the trifling ass month of October and Speedy Gonzalez November, I had a wake up call. I had an epiphany. I had to come to Jesus moment, if you will. I've spent the majority of my life in fear. Yeah, I pushed past a fuck ton of it, but when it comes to those game changing decisions that could have been pivotal moments, pivotal moments in my relationships and my businesses and in my life, I held back, I pulled away, I watered myself down. What if they don't like it? What if it doesn't go as planned like the last time? What if it doesn't work out? What if I lose it all, everything, my business, my money, my home, my, my, my kids, like, they're like, this woman doesn't know what she's doing. Take, you know, like, what if I can't pick myself back up from another failure and I stay down forever? The last failure or disappointment, big one, kept me down for almost two years. If I fall down again, I can't afford to stay down for two years. As a woman of faith, I know the answers to all of those questions, but the problem is this human that I'm anchored to, she has a hard time trusting things that are intangible. If this sounds familiar to anybody, you know, be real. Like, is that you? Thank you for, for being real, mama. And my epiphany, though, was this. I'm God's Bonnie. And as someone that grew up in church, like, duh, but like it finally hit me sometime in between October and November, like, I'm God's Bonnie. When we, let me finish reading this and I'll elaborate on that real quick. I'm God's Bonnie. I'm the universe's cosmic creation. And when I lose touch with who I truly am, with who's on my side, with who's brought me through every season, I start to operate from a place of fear instead of a place of faith. Fear paralyzes, faith propels. Fear overwhelms, faith overcomes. Fear destroys opportunities while faith creates and fulfills them. I'm not here to convert any of you to any religion or any type of spiritual discipline. You know me, I'm not here for that. Left ministry years ago to do this type of ministry where it's inclusive, but I am here to help you remember who the fuck you are so you can move past your crippling fear that is stuck kept you stuck in this miserable cycle of self-sabotage to operating into the powerful force of faith that can literally fuel every single dream of yours, every single goal of yours, every single desire of yours, and every single breakthrough that is yet to happen. All of these things that you once thought were too scary or too much to pursue. So yeah, that was my come to Jesus moment. I was reminded about breakthrough. It was an epic reminder of the badass that I was meant to be. So I hope that this post reminds someone of who they too were created to be. So when I say I'm God's Bonnie, it finally hit me like I be out here acting like I'm an orphan. And a lot of us do too. We be out here, especially if you like don't believe in God or the universe or a higher source or anything at all. Um, 
or maybe you do, but you're like in a fight with them, which is me for a long time. Like, I'm going to do this myself. I don't like it. What you said to do, it hurt me. And I was sad. And you didn't pick me up when I scraped my elbow. And wow, wow, wow. Like, that's how I, how I used to be with God for like my entire life. Like, he'd be like, hey, do this. I'm like, I got you. I'm a woman of faith. And then I do it. And then because it didn't look like the yellow brick road to Oz, like just beautifully paved. Well, their journey wasn't so beautiful, but they made it there. I mean, that, it, literally the point, like the road is paved. He said, like, I got you. Follow this road. And yeah, you're going to run into some weird people on the way, flying monkeys, whatever, but you're going to get there. And sometimes I forget that that's something I agreed to. And, and I get scared and I get overwhelmed and I get, and I get fearful. And so maybe you can relate, or maybe, maybe you've never even had that conversation with God where you connected and we're like, okay, like, this is who you want me to be. I can be her. I will be her. And I'm going to do it. Maybe you've never even had that conversation because you are what I like to call the forgotten female. Either she's been forgotten by herself or she's been forgotten by her loved ones or her employers. Either way, she's forgotten. She's forgotten who she really is. She's forgotten what her passions are. She's forgotten how powerful she is. All of these things, the forgotten female, right? And maybe you've never even gotten to that point to where you can lean on this reliable source of strength and this reliable source of confidence to help you get through those moments. I, it's, I'm going to tell you, there is such a huge difference between knowing that like, I have the God of the universe, like I have the universe on my side versus I'm just out here on my own. I hope this goes well. That's when I operate from fear because I know good and well, this could be bad. Whereas when I know I'm walking with the, with the, the, all of the power of the universe with me on my side, it's more like, it could, it, this could get fucked up, but we go, we got you. Don't worry. Just give it a try. Right. So anywho, let's jump. I, I got sidetracked a little bit and I wanted to read that with you. Cause I feel like one, I know people don't read written posts that much. Uh, people either watch my lives or they read the written posts, but rarely do people do both because some of the comments that people be putting on written posts, I'm like, you clearly didn't read that post, but thank you. Um, so yeah, I wanted to share that with you. I'm God's body. I'm the universe's cosmic creation. You are God's Jennifer. You are God's Caitlin, whether you believe in God or not. You are the universe's Caitlin. You are the universe's Jojo. Okay. Remember that when you are facing situations and you're like, I can't overcome this. There's no way in hell I could do this. This is way out of my budget, but I can't make this happen. That's not the hack by the way, but I just wanted to, to start off with that, but it's kind of connected. So the, the number one hack that I use for myself and for my clients to help accelerate results is this. I teach them and I with myself connecting to my highest self. Now there, that, that term, your highest self, has so many um, definitions based on uh, what discipline you align with and, and what they believe. But essentially for me, my highest self is the best possible version of me. And in my head, she already exists. You may have heard me use this analogy a lot, the Harry Potter one, where in Prisoner of Azkaban, Azkaban, my favorite one, third movie, and they had a time travel thing and they could go back in time and change things. And so there was a scene where Harry was trying to defeat the Dementors and it wasn't happening. And they're like, Harry, like, what's happening? He's like, I don't know, whatever. So when it goes to the end of the movie where the scene is happening again, or actually he did defeat them. But now that they've traveled back in time and the real Harry, the present Harry is looking at the past Harry and he's pulling his wand out to do the Patronus uh, spell and it's not working. And live Harry is, is like, why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? And I don't remember what something snapped and, and, it, and it worked. 
And they asked him, like, how did you do it? I probably messed that up. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. They asked him, how did you do it? And he's like, well, I knew I could do it because I had already done it. And so by me, when I connect with my highest self and when I teach my clients how to connect with their highest selves, the things that they were super fearful of, the things that overwhelmed them just to think about when they are connected with their highest self, the future version of them who has already accomplished all of the things that they could hope to do and will do, it makes it a lot easier to take risk, to put one foot in front of the other, to, 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 to take leaps of faith because if you've already connected to that version of you, it's like, well, of course I have to do this because this is what it takes for me to become her. I know I haven't uploaded, I, guys, I'm so embarrassed, but also not embarrassed because I'm learning to lean into the fact that I really do have ADHD and I'm just, un a lot of women actually go undiagnosed with ADHD because of the way that our demeanors are. We're not like boys and we've also learned how to sit still and be pretty. And when we do say things, people don't listen to us half the time anyways. Hey, my insides hurt. Woman, you're just having cramps. She's got PCOS. Don't get me started. Let me get started. Okay, so um, on a lot of my previous episodes, maybe let's say about four episodes back, I talked about the message that my highest self set gave to me. And she said, slow down. She said, go within more. And she said, stick with the ladies. And as someone that is trying to pioneer a revolutionary platform for females, I'm like, that makes sense what you said. No, it makes total sense. I hear you. And when I first got that, like I did a meditation and I went and, and, and stepped like through this portal in my meditation to go, uh, let's say 10, 20 years into the future. And I'm in this, this beautiful home that I envision for myself almost often, like too often. And I see this beautiful, um, fit, <laughs> um, just like radiant woman and it's me. And I sit down and I have a talk with her and I ask her, what would you tell me? And she said those three things and handed me them on a piece of paper. And I just remember thinking like, that's it. That's stupid, y'all. I thought she was gonna give me like lottery ticket numbers or like the cheat codes. What is this? But like when I came to you, I was like, she's right because I keep hiring, you know, male business mentors or uh, that don't quite understand this vision. And so it would cause me to water stuff down because I was fearful that um, I would be seen as, come on, Bonnie, rebellious. And I wanted to do things, I wanted to be a good client. Um, she's stick with the ladies. I'm like, you're, you're here to help the ladies. So it's going to, it makes sense for me to, um, continue to nurture the women around me and to connect with women who are doing more than I am and are at levels that I'm not at connect with the ladies. She said, go within more. I can honestly say that the shit show that was this summer right? The shit show from where I spiraled down and was crying like on a regular and ready to give up. Um, during that time, I don't think that I have meditated more consistently. Like that was the most consistent time of meditation and prayer. I went in on a daily because I didn't know what else to do. I was, I was doing so much inner work. And now I finally on the other side of that can look and see like this next season, and this is for all of you, the next season that you're like on the edge of your seat waiting for, like, God, I can't wait for 2023. God, I can't wait for November. God, I can't wait for this job. God, whatever it is, you're on the edge of your seat for something and it's not here yet. 
And there are things that have to happen within you so that you can be ready for that season. But if you don't go within enough, if you spend way too much time on social media watching stuff, not like this, but watching stuff that is just idle entertainment or worse stuff that's making you feel bad and comparing yourself to other people, if you don't go in enough because you're spending so much time filling your calendar with things to stay busy, you don't know who you are. I've talked about this before. You're cut off from your intuition. You don't know why because you don't go within enough and you don't go within enough because you're always so busy. You wonder why the thought of changing your life is overwhelming. You've made it overwhelming because you don't want to touch it and it's easier to fill up your days with things so that when people ask, why are you in the same place as you were before? It's like, oh, well, I got the kids soccer practice and the church this and the da 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 da. I don't have time for anything. (laughs) I'm here to tell you that that shit's not a badge of honor when all is said and done when your kids are grown up when you're 50 60 however old when when like it's time for you and you sit back and you look at what you've done for yourself and all you can say and i'm not knocking you i'm not knocking you but you can sit back and 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 you'll look and you'll be like well what have i done for me well i was a wonderful mother high five hallelujah i was a wonderful wife high five hallelujah but the most important person in your life you put her on the back burner That's not cute. That's not a badge of honor. Being that person that's always stressed out, overwhelmed, busy, doesn't have time for themselves. Guys, struggling and suffering is not a badge of honor because all it does is create a weaker connection with you and yourself. And when you have a weak connection with you and yourself, it is hard to operate from a place of faith because your connection to yourself is also very much your connection with God, the universe, a higher source, source energy. It's not cute. Oh, I don't have time to meditate. Yes, you do. Oh, I don't have time. Like, these are all things that we say. These are excuses and these are lies that we believe so that we can continue to stay where we are without feeling bad about ourselves. And I hate it and I'm tired of it and I want it to stop. So ladies, I'm going to give you some tips for how you can connect with your higher self. Okay. So number one, I do meditation like I just described like I it took me a long time to be able to meditate and I'll I'll real quick give you the steps that I had to take to learn how to meditate with my ADHD self ADHD self okay number one uh, there is a playlist on Spotify called deep focus I didn't make it I found it it's my new favorite not my new favorite thing it's been my play- favorite playlist for like two years now Oh, and I would put that playlist on for, and I put a timer on my phone for two minutes and I would do um, rhythmic breathing or belly breathing. I do five, five, seven breathing. That's the one I teach all my clients because I think that it really, those five seconds of inhaling and the five seconds of holding and the seven seconds of controlled exhaling, that really made me focus on my breathing versus like box breathing. It's really short, one, two, three, four. Like my brain, four seconds, my brain can go into autopilot breathing and then be off in another dimension. We don't, that, that defeats a purpose. Not that dimension and meditation, but just like, what's McDonald's serving for breakfast today? Bonnie, you don't eat McDonald's. Oh, that's right. That kind of dimension. So um, I do five, five, seven breathing. I'd put on um, a song from that playlist. They're all chill, relaxing songs that I still work to to this day. And I would breathe five, five, seven breaths for two minutes. So I'll show you what that looks like because you guys are probably like, what? Um, And you can do it with me. I highly recommend you do it with me. This is actually like one of my game changers uh, while I was still working in the restaurant industry and I was super stressed out. You could find me somewhere doing breath work. So with this, you're going to breathe into your stomach and you're going to try not to let your chest and your shoulders jump up. You're just breathing in through your nose. And imagine there's like a tube because there is that sucks the air from your nose straight to your belly to expand. 
So how it works is you inhale for five seconds, you exhale for five seconds, nope, you inhale for five seconds, you hold for five seconds, and then you exhale for seven. So if you're listening on the Spotify or the podcast, um, God, I always fudge this up when I have to do it with other people. I made a recording and sent it to my clients, but we're gonna try our best. Okay, um, if you're doing it live with me, just watch my fingers. I'm gonna, guys, I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't plan to do this. Let's go. All right, inhale, four. And now hold. And now slowly exhale through your mouth. I fudged that up. I started breathing in through my mouth. We're gonna try that again, this time in through the nose, Bonnie, like you said. And inhale, four. One, two, three, four, five, and hold. And now slowly exhale. I'll do it one more time and not breathe with you guys so I can actually count. And inhale for one, two, three, four, hold, seven, eight, nine, 10, and now slowly exhale. Three, four, five, six, seven. Apparently I don't know how to count, but this is what I used to do to calm myself down, or I still do it. And so when I didn't know how to meditate, I would put on the playlist, I'd put a timer for two minutes because that was all the attention span that I had and I would do the breath work. And I did this every morning until one day I was like, oh wow, like all I focused on was the counting because what would happen is Bonnie's thoughts would do the whole, oh, what's McDonald's serving for breakfast? And then I'd be like, doesn't matter, we're counting. Three, four, five, but maybe you're hungry. Six, hold, two, three, what are the dogs doing? Doesn't matter. And I would just keep counting and I'd have to keep like bringing myself back in. And as I did that, eventually I looked up and one day the thoughts that like they, they weren't there anymore because I had trained my brain to focus on the counting. And so I did this for several weeks until I could bump it up to five minutes. And after five minutes, I'm like, yo, I can meditate. So then I moved on to guided meditations where someone would talk me through stuff. And I still do those on a daily. And then when I was super consistent this summer, I got to the point where I could finally just put on some like um, some some beats and not beats, but like music and just zone out and meditate and go to those places on my own. And it was fire. Uh, but if you're new to this, I would definitely try. You can Google or go to YouTube, highest self meditation. If you've never meditated before, then I would recommend trying what I just explained to you. That's also a great way for you to just slow the heck down and connect with yourself because you'd be surprised. I have clients who some of their homework is to have five minutes of me time, not phone time, not TV, not husband and wife, not wife and wife, not doggy time, five minutes of me time where you just exist with you. <gasps> what a novel idea. So um, meditation is the, the, the first way and the most common way and my preferred way to connect with my highest self, um, visualizations and meditations. Um, other ways that you can do it would include like, trying to find things that light you up and paying attention to how you feel when you do them. So I realized that like when I was on missions trips, I would be like so lost in the sauce serving people. I remember they're like, oh man, we only have one day left. I'm like, one day? 
And like, mind you, like we're in these countries where like there's no indoor plumbing, you're pooping with toads the size of this beside you, like um, just interesting stuff that you get to see. And I loved it. And so I learned that like, I really like getting down and dirty in the dirt, like getting my hands dirty and doing the work. I love serving people, even though I hated being a waitress. That's so weird. I think I just wanted to serve in a different capacity. And God was like, no, I'm keeping you here for so long because you're still stubborn and you don't get it. Um, and so like finding what lights you up is going to be a telltale sign that you are on the path to connecting with your highest self. One of the reasons why that connection is so weak is because we have these jobs that we don't really like that drain us and we have to work them so that we can pay our bills. And so you're stressed for, and then if you have kids or a stressful marriage or homework, like, I mean, work on your home going on. I'm just trying to think of all the things that people have. Like you have stuff that like when you have all of these stress factors, so it means you wake up stressed because your kids don't sleep through the night. Then you get to go to your job and be stressed all day long. Then you get to come home and you get to cook, you get to clean, you get to hear, um, your significant other complain about their day or complain about you. And then, um, somewhere around eight, nine or 10, you either fall asleep or you put the kids in bed. And then all you want is some ice cream and TV, or all you want is, you know, uh, a joint and like uh, a glass of wine, something. And unfortunately those wind down practices are really severing that connection to your highest self because I will say this though, like I'm not gonna say that drinking or like smoking means you can't connect to your highest self because I have the best meditations when I'm high. I literally come out of meditations high like with a clear ass business plan for a whole new business. It's insane. But I will say being intentional about listening to yourself and what feels good is gonna be a really, really key component of you connecting to your highest self. Pay attention to what lights you up inside. And if you're in the day, like I just described, where there's no downtime, I highly recommend that you pull out your calendar and you start doing a thing that I teach my clients called the gains and drains. Look at all the things that actually give you energy and look at all the things that are draining your energy. Nine times out of 10, most people don't have a lot of energy giving things in their day. Everything is output. And so it makes sense that you don't have the energy to go within because you just want to go to sleep or you just want to numb yourself. So let's go ahead and look at how you can either put something like that gives you energy into your day or take some of these things that are draining you of energy and put them on the back burner because I guarantee you everything that you're doing doesn't always have to be done. And also, I don't know who needs to hear this, but delegation is a thing. Hire a cleaning lady if you can. I know you think that it's like um, a rich people thing. Nah, it's a, it's a woman who's trying to find herself and gain sanity. So maybe you could sacrifice something like the wine or the weed or the, the, the coffees or the, the brunches to hire someone to come clean your house so that you could have five minutes to yourself every night. I think that's a worthwhile investment, right? Um, so finding things that bring you joy, that's a good way to connect with your highest self. Um, for another one of mine is yes, girl hired the cleaning. Yes. So I have so many friends here in Orlando that have started cleaning businesses. So like, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of that. So when I moved into this apartment, one of my best friends, he's an entrepreneur, he's doing so well. And he's like, you need to hire someone to clean your house. And I was like, who, who do I think I am No, Like, and, and now I'm looking at this house, this apartment that I've been in for over a year. And I'm like, yeah, so we would have benefited from that. And I can only imagine how much time I would have saved and how much stress would have been alleviated. Um, going into nature 
is also one of my favorites and you guys see that a lot. I spend a lot of time in nature, uh, grounding myself, going to the beach, putting my feet in the sand, uh, being in the water, uh, or just any type of nature that really kind of brings me back to my connection with the universe, which connects you to your power source, which connects you to your highest self. There's a thou there's so many ways that you can do it, but my my go-to is always meditation. And so to wrap it up, what what I do with clients or what I did on the call with this with the lady yesterday that when we finished, she was like, yeah, no, it's a no brainer. Like how much does it cost? Send me the, send me the invoice. Here we go. Was I walked her through, I did a meditation with her. She told me everything that she wanted to do. She told me everything that she wanted to become. And I'm not going to lie. Like I know there's so much more for her. The things that she listed out on her bucket list and her dream list. I was like, these are great, but like, girl, there's so much more available for you. And I can't wait to crack that mind open and show you how much you are capable of. And we walked through this and when we finished, she's like, I'm in tears. Like I never, like I have chills. Like I, and I'm like, yeah, that's what happens when you connect to the version of you that is not struggling, to the version of you that is not suffering, to the version of you that isn't watered down and afraid to be successful because you don't want to make your family and your broke ass, busted ass friends feel bad. There's so much available to you. You are powerful beyond measure. But unless you start tapping in and connecting to this higher future version of yourself, seeing it, feeling it, believing it, experiencing it, you're going to be stuck for longer than you need to be. So guys, that's it. That's the podcast for today. I hope that this was valuable for you. If you got some value from this, you know the deal. Like go go, leave your girl a review, drop some stars on the Spotify machine so that this podcast can get heard by women all over the world that need to hear messages like this. And if you do listen on Instagram, nope, if you do listen on uh, Spotify or iTunes, go ahead and screenshot this bad boy, uh, post it to your story so I can shout you out. The support is much appreciated. Um, I love you guys to the moon and back. Have the best day of your entire life. Oh, before I forget, guys, it is about that time. It is about that mother trucking time, okay? Black Friday is next week. Our Shopify store will be launched by then, fingers crossed. And in that store, you'll have the opportunity to support Mind and Body Co. We're gonna have beanies because you know how Coach Bonds loves her beanies. We're going to have sweaters. We're going to have cute little shirts. We even have sports bras, guys. What? I'm also going to include some PDF programs on there that are going to be bundled with resistance bands for those of you that want to do at-home workouts. We're going to have a ton of things in the Shopify store, and I'm so excited to be launching that for Black Friday. Right after Black Friday, on Monday, we start our last challenge of the year, and it's called Get Back and Give Back. It's for getting back in shape or getting back like the bum bum or and giving back um last year we did this and it was a huge success and the portion of the proceeds is going to go to the angel tree ministries via salvation army this is near and dear to my heart because as a single mom i received a lot of charity every single year for my kids to make christmas happen so i'm it, it combines my two like favorite things like helping people in need and then also providing some accountability and support for women during the holiday season when we all tend to just like throw everything away so get back and give back challenge will be starting november 28th we're gonna have our shopify store launching for black friday so you can support us that way grab some apparel grab a workout program, whatever. Um, I haven't decided if we're going to do any specials for coaching because I really just don't like discounting coaching because I value my time and I want you to as well. I want you to value your transformation and not feel like it needs to be cheap, right? So I'll let you guys know how that goes if we do come up with any specials for that. But right now it's just going to be apparel and um, fitness programs. So have the best day of your life. I love you guys so very much. And I will see you next time on the Boss Life with Bonds. Peace.